Hey, everyone. Welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic. I am Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we're also the hosts of Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to, to take care of ourselves. And we decided to launch this here new show to offer just some comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we know that everyone's experience is different, but we do hope that by coming together in this way, we can find some connection too. So each weekday morning, we'll fill you in on what's been going on in our socially distant lives. We'll check in with listeners and our friends. We will give you something to do, something to listen to or watch that will help take your mind off of things, even for just a few minutes. And we might be doing this, you know, the show for like four weeks. We might be doing it for four months, hopefully not for four years. But, you know, I guess (laughs) you never know, right, Dory? You never know. Basically, what we're saying is as long as people's lives are in total upheaval, we will be doing this podcast and we do want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com. That's Kate, K-A-T-E, and spelled out, Dory, D-O-R-E-E, at gmail.com. Or you can call us at 781-591-0390. And for those of you who listen to Forever 35, yes, it is the same number. Um, so yeah, let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. And, you know, we are launching the show without advertisers, but if, you know, we do get advertisers, we'll be donating revenue from the podcast to Meals on Wheels, Direct Relief, and the National Domestic Workers Alliance. So, so Dory. Yeah. Yeah. With all that we? said. Should we yeah, do it? Let's kick things off. Let's Woo-hoo! do it. <laughs> uh, mm, let's get cozy. Let's feel good. Oh, you know what? Let me turn on my LED candles. Okay. <laughs> I love that you set the mood. Ah, let me just set the mood here. Mm, It's the little mm, things, you know. mm. (sighs) How are you doing? You know, today is an okay day. Um, Tell me about it. Here in here in self quarantine land, there are great days. There are rough days, Um, and this is just for me. Like you know, I'm sure we've all had our bouts of pretty serious um, panic and dread and depression. Today is feeling okay. I, I have exercised today. I Ooh. I set, I made breakfast and I like laid out a spread and I put napkins at everybody's plate. I don't, there's, I think there's this weird feeling right now. Right now my family is healthy. And so, you know, we're kind of just living day to day together and things feel slowed down. So There doesn't like I I often kind of operate with like a sense of irritated urgency. And Mm. I have noticed that that is lifted a bit. So I just was like, why don't I set the table and I'll put out a little spread and I like sliced up one of an avocado and I put out some blueberries that were about to go bad that I bought, you know, the last time I was at the grocery store a week ago and I made egg in the hole. And it just was like, Ooh, yeah. So there was, there was kind of a. And wait, can I ask a question about this meal? You may, Dory. What it, do you in, do you like? What is the conversation like at the meal with my with my children with your family? Yeah, is that a weird question? No, it's not a weird question. You know, we actually are in a pretty good routine of eating dinner together every night, which is really weird, and we've kept it up on self quarantine. And actually, it feels even more important right now mm-hmm. to just like check in and be together and also try to kind of maintain a little bit of quote unquote normalcy for my kids. Um, yeah. 
The conversation today, geez, what was it about? I don't even know. Farts, probably. Probably about mm. farts. Okay. You know, it wasn't like a sensitive conversation. We like ate, we like mushed the avocado onto our eggs and, you know, we ate, ate some bacon. Nice. So I, I wish nice. I had a better answer for you, but... No, but I like that it was like, you can't even remember because it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Which is a little bit of a, of a relief, right? Like because Yes, of, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, you know, we have had some really hard conversations. And yesterday night, my daughter was asking, like, if she would ever get to see her classroom again and her teacher mm. again. And and I, I just talked to her about how, you know, like, you might feel angry, you might feel sad. And she said she, she didn't feel angry right now. And I was like, well, that could change, you know, oh, like, good. because yeah. I, I have been thinking a lot about how, like, the five stages of grief feel very applicable right now for what we're going through, where there's real grief over loss of life and illness, and then also just changes in people's own lives. And so that's been, that's been weighing on me. Um, can I tell you another thing I did today? Yes. Okay. I painted rocks. Go on. Look, I love painting a rock with a positive message. And I just started doing that. I just hold on. Hold on a second. (laughs) Wait, hold up. Who am I turning into Dory? Is this has this always been the case? I've yeah, never I, heard you say this. I know. In the two and a half years of this podcast, yes. I've never revealed that I paint rocks. No, with with inspirational sayings? No. Yeah. And it took a whole new podcast for me to tell my truth. Oh, my-, my gosh. But we got to it within the first five minutes. So <laughs> I, know. I feel good about that. Here for you is revealing all <laughs> new things about us. <laughs> I, you know, I actually, I live in kind of a walkable neighborhood and... There are, there's a community in my neighborhood that paints rocks and leaves them for people to find. And then there's a Facebook group and you can go in the Facebook group and tag when you found a rock. And I think this probably exists in like suburban urban communities all over the place. So I just, I had some rock painting supplies from a school activity and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to draw on some of these rocks and write uplifting messages. Now, if I leave them for people to find, they're probably not going to take them because we're not touching anything right now. So I'm not totally sure. I might leave them on my front steps and just write like they've been, you know, wiped down with a Clorox wipe. Um, What sayings are you putting on these rocks? Okay. One I wrote, you got this. Another one I wrote, have a good day. And then my kids joined me and one of them wrote, one of Lydia, my youngest, my youngest daughter wrote, I am here for you on a rock. And then my oldest, I'm going to cry. I know my oldest daughter wrote, um, one is silver and the other's gold from make new friends. It was a real, like, you know, this was, this all, this sounds very sweet and idyllic. Like they had been like screaming at each other two minutes before. (laughs) So it's not like we're all just like sitting around lovingly painting rocks. Um, it's, it's 99% mayhem, drama, and anger, and then 1% okay. joy. So, you know, okay. I, I enjoyed doing that for myself. It felt kind of calming and therapeutic. I will say I've been having, and then I'll shut up, but I've been having a lot of feelings about how, like, there's this always this weird pressure to, like, make magic during these truly, like, traumatic crises. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I think, I so I have this kind of, like, back and forth feeling like I want I was reading about people hanging up Christmas lights and then I was like let's do that and then Anthony was like I just that seems like a lot of work and I just don't have it in me right now and I was like oh yeah you're right like it is beautiful to watch people sing together and create art and do all these things that like 
you know, like uh, things that we're going to share on here for, you know, like people are doing amazing like dance classes and DJ sets and all this stuff. But it also is work for people. And there also is this like weird pressure, I feel like, to have these magical moments when it's also okay just for it to be like devastating or dull or trying or whatever. So anyway, that's just something I've been thinking about as I painted my rocks with inspirational quotes. Part of the problem, I realize. No, but like you wanted to do that. You weren't. I did. And I like like felt you needed to do that. No. And it was actually like a calming activity to just sit there and draw for a little bit. Oh, that's so nice. So that's been that's been today. How about you? So I'm going to go back to yesterday because we're recording this in the early afternoon. So it's only been half a day. Um, And I do want to mention that I did yoga for Adrian's um, like a bedtime yoga practice last night. And I found it very calming. I I turned on my candles, (laughs) my, my led candles and it was like a 20 minute practice. I had a pillow. My dog was lying on the couch, just super chill. It just like felt nice. Um, it was like a nice way to end the day. And my husband and I have been just really trying to like finally get the house together. Anyone who listens to our other podcast knows that this has been sort of an ongoing thing after we moved a couple months, we moved almost two months ago. Um, but my husband had been working pretty much constantly. And so there were like these last few things that we just had never gotten done. Like we'd never mounted the TV in the bedroom. Um, and we finally did that yesterday. And so I watched the first 20 minutes of an episode of death in paradise before I went to bed. Kate, death in paradise is a uh, British TV show that takes place on a fake Caribbean Island. Dory. (laughs) There's like a whole world of TV shows that exist that (laughs) you know about that. I don't that I'll never know about. And that's fine. It is fine. But listeners, perhaps that will provide you with some soothing comfort during this time. Indeed. Um, so yeah, so I look forward to finishing that tonight. Um, I went for a walk with Henry this morning and that was really nice. Henry's my almost 11 month old, um, for anyone who doesn't know, I've been trying to walk with him at least once a day, um, sometimes twice. And we, there's like a, I live in like a, like a perfectly nice neighborhood, but there's like a super fancy neighborhood about a five minute walk from me. So we, we walk over to the super fancy neighborhood, which is like really quiet and there's not a lot of people out and we walk around there and he enjoys it and I enjoy it. And I usually listen to a podcast and I'll tell you which podcast I've been listening to. And you're going to laugh because it's a very me podcast to be listening to. Is it like a uh, spooky British stories told no, by firelight <laughs> from the first world war? <laughs> oh, that sounds good. We should start that podcast. Um, no, it's called I Spy, and it's uh, put out by Foreign Policy Magazine, and it's interviews with former spies. Dory. <laughs> you know, we're not together, obviously, recording this, so you can't see that I am pinching my brow with my fingertips. Although, you know what? I will say one of the struggles of this time for me has been finding a podcast that I can, that's like lighthearted enough that I can listen to and not, not have it be about coronavirus and not have it be about like 
the world ending or politics or murder. So this actually sounds like a really interesting choice for people. Oh, I think it's great. Yeah, because all this stuff, all the stuff that they're talking about happened minimum 10 years ago. And a lot of it happened much longer before that. And it's just really interesting to like hear these old spies talk about their escapades. Are they all American spies or is it international spies from no, all different it's, countries? It's international. The episodes are about half an hour long. So it's like a nice, nice distance for me to like to have like a nice half hour walk is an, is like a decent walk. Um, and it's hosted by Margot Martindale, who <laughs> for anyone who watched the Americans played the KGB handler. So it's like funny in that. Like, it's just like a funny little Easter egg, I guess. Wait a second. Not even, is what? it Margot Martindale also Aunt Lydia in Handmaid's Tale? I don't watch Handmaid's Tale. Whoa, you wait, hold on. Never mind. I was a very, ex- I think it's a different actress. <laughs> um, she, I think she was on, she, she's been in a million things. She's like, you know, a longtime character actress. She was on, I think she won an Emmy for Justified. Um, but yeah, she plays, she plays a spy on the Americans. So. I see. I see. So there's a wonderful kind of like yes. Easter egg there. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, so I highly, I highly recommend that, that podcast for anyone. Um, I still do also listen to the daily, but it's like very grim. Um, so this, like you said, this is sort of a nice counter balance to that. Um, yeah. And then I think this afternoon I'm going to make some banana bread. Ooh, that sounds yeah. good. I have run out yeah. of bananas over here. We have, you know, I, I was sort of overzealous in my banana purchasing a few days ago. And so we have a bunch that are getting very ripe. Um, and I think I was also overzealous in my blueberry purchasing, which it sounds like you might have been too. So I was thinking I might make some blueberry muffins. Well, um, those, those are great choices because you can also freeze what you don't eat right yes. away. And so you have some stuff for later. Totally. And right now, knock on wood, we... We are okay on provisions like flour and sugar um, and butter so and eggs. <laughs> um, so I, I feel okay about like using some to make these items. Well, that sounds great because I think also for you, the it's not just making some food for you to eat, but I, I do find like the cooking can be a calming, soothing sensation. It gets your mind off of things. Totally. Like it'll, be, it'll feel really good. Yes, thank you. Um, which kind of leads us into our mutual, we're going to do a mutual word or affirmation of the day. And our word for today is calm. Let's get calm. Let's get calm. I, I think you're right. Like the act of baking that banana bread is going to feel meditative and calming. Oh, a hundred. And just also using your hands in that way, having something to touch and feel is very grounding. Um, I was a few days ago, I was having um, probably my worst day so far in this experience Mm. of self-quarantine. And I was I think I was actually on the maybe almost not a panic attack, but I was feeling physically ill. So but I think it was my mental health that was causing it. But I I just sat outside and I took 10 breaths and that that helped me touch to get close to touching calm in a way that um had been unattainable for me that day because mm. because calm is very hard to find 
in in yeah. a, a heightened um, state of things like we're in right now. Yeah, and like you know, sometimes the act of attempting to find calm makes us more stressed. Um, you know, like this feeling like we should be staying calm. Um, and so I think it's important to kind of keep that in mind, like do things that are truly calming to you, not, not because you feel like you have to be calm. Dory, I like that advice. Thank you. Um, Thank because you so you're much. right there. Well, there is this kind of pressure of, uh, there's a lot of shoulds happening right now, right? Like yes. I should be doing this and I should be doing that and I should feel this way and I should act this way. And, and I think we have to just like take all those shoulds, put them in the should drawer and lock it up. Mm. But do so mm-hmm. if you can do so calmly. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have a lockable drawer for your shoulds. Yeah. Oh, I do. I, I have a file cabinet that locks so I can put them there. Put your shoulds in your file cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear what listeners, um, if listeners have been keeping calm and if so, how they've been doing that. Yeah. Or if you're finding it hard and challenging, yeah. that's also would love to hear about your experiences with that. Well, yeah. Dory, one thing we want to do on this Here For You podcast is suggest an activity that we can all try to do today if we want, if we have time. Um, And actually, the one that we kind of landed on aligns with what you might be up to. Yes. And that is making bread. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't, listeners... uh, if you we've never met before, meaning you've never heard me talk in any other podcast, you might not know this, but I don't enjoy baking. I don't enjoy cooking. I'm not good at it. Following a recipe is hard for me. So I come to you with this no need bread recipe, uh, like knowing all those things about myself. So please know if I'm not a bread maker. I've never done it before. But this week I made this no need bread and it was an incredibly satisfying experience. I want to hear all about this. Have you made this recipe before? I have not. I have not. So it comes from the New York Times from Mark Bittman. It's apparently the number two most popular recipe on their website. We will be linking to Mark Bittman's website so everyone can have access to it. Um, All you need is flour, instant yeast, salt, and optional olive oil. So instant yeast might not be something everybody has in their cabinet. It was something I happened to have had because once I made or a couple times I was making focaccia bread. Um, But it is very, it is so easy that anyone can do it. You need an oven also. And, Mm. you, you know, right now I've got my two kids home. So I made it into an activity that we all could do together with, with, you know, somewhat, somewhat of a success in terms of like them participating for a couple minutes and then being like bye um what do you bake it in you bake it in a dutch oven oh okay um now if there's an alternative to that i'm not it says here a covered pot so cast iron enamel pyrex or ceramic so i used a dutch oven three to four quart covered pot with the cover is what you need that should be okay. something that many of us have in the kitchen. Yes. Um, and the bread was delicious and we ate it for dinner. And it, it was very satisfying. My kids participated. 
I enjoyed the feeling of success from making something that we could eat. And I liked just touching angrily, angrily molding something for a couple minutes. You know, the angry molding. (laughs) So you just angrily mold it. You don't have to knead it. No, it's no need. I mean, you just kind of like clump it into a ball and then fold it once, I think. Wow. Those are the technical terms. (laughs) Clomp it. You clomp it. (laughs) We should be recipe writers. You know what? I feel like when, if this pandemic ever ends and we want to move forward in our careers, that's where we're going to go. Recipe writers. Clomp the, (laughs) clomp the dough, throw it, throw it in the oven. (sighs) So if you haven't tried it, it's quick. Um, it's easy. I, I promise you it's foolproof because I am a fool and I and I was able to do it successfully. So um, and it felt good. So I hope it might if it appeals to you, I hope it brings you some joy. Good. Well, that seems like a great activity for the day. Well, look, I'm excited to find another reason to talk to you every day via this podcast. I mean, same. Um, and we're excited to talk to you all, our listeners. So We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. We're here five days a week. So please check in, check in with us. And um, thank you so much for listening along. We really appreciate you. And we hope you're staying safe. And we are here for you. We are. Bye. Bye.